Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of SideQuest! We're back at it. I am your GM as always and with me I have three of the greatest PCs of their mom's basements. First off we have Dan. Dan, how are you bud? Well, I'm good, but contrary to popular belief, I actually own my own home. <laughs> but you can't call your mom's basement your own home. I live upstairs now. No, nice. <laughs> Moving on up, buddy. <laughs> I went up to the third floor. It's called the It's the Attic. Oh, they put you in the attic? Did they close the stairs behind you and not let you get down? Yeah, it's like a home alone situation. <laughs> At least you still got your recording set up, buddy. This is my phone, actually. <laughs> Well, speaking of moving on up, next up we have Richie. Richie, how are you, bud? Fine. Living in the basement, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. How's that, uh, how's the basement, how's your stack of cans doing? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cans, one bottle of Mountain Dew, one two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew, and three XL cups from the gas station. I'm hydrated. Drink your water, kids. <laughs> Did they give you access to the bathroom at your mom's house? Yeah, it's the corner. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of people that pee in the corner, next up we have Cruz Turner. <laughs> Cruz, how are you, buddy? <laughs> Why do you got to tell everybody I got a pee corner? Well, you know, it's better than just letting it go under your desk like you used to. Yeah, used to. <clears throat> <laughs> how you been, Cruz? It's been a while since we talked on the podcast. Not long enough, I'm sure, in your mind. Wow, I didn't even say it. No, I, I know you've trained me well. I'm like that dog, you know, that like you hear the door open and they scamper towards but then they've learned not to run out the door because they got hit by a car one time okay <laughs> yeah but emotionally hit by a car oh emotionally like when you emotionally stubbed your toe yeah last time on the episode we found out a little bit about din and boulder's backstory uh and the car accident uh din how's your head a bit better that was a sad a sad scene yep it's almost like it's like a whole thing. Dan's not allowed to have anything nice when it comes to his car. <laughs> How long did you spend in prison for that, Dan? Uh, I don't know. I don't have my scratch wall of the inside of the cell next to me to count all my marker marks. Yeah, it was a little bit, though, if I had to guess. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I, I lost track of time. Yeah, but Boulder, you went and broke him out, right? I tried. Well, you ended up in the guard shack anyway. Yeah. It was pretty special. <laughs> it was a good time. It's a good time yeah. for everybody. They were playing goldfishes. That's actually the first place... I was introduced to goldfishes, like... Did, did you steal it? No. I borrowed it. You borrowed <laughs> Do you plan on giving it back? No, and never mind, don't answer that. So, I guess we're back to the present. Dr. Cogsbuckle, you found out some pretty disturbing things about the people around you in your school. What do you think about that? Well, it's not exactly what I wanted to find out after all that shit went down earlier. Yo, excuse my, excuse my French, I forgot the, there's children listening. Yeah, probably. Hopefully. You know, we're indoctrinating the next generation. You have a pretty significant, I, you know, I told you so, coming with Lost Cat, is my understanding. Ah, uh, yes, I knew something fishy was up with that cat. Been looking forward to this day for a very long time. We, you'll get it eventually, I'm sure. In the meantime, I think we're going to find you in a pretty bad spot here, but... Oh, good. What else is new? <laughs> Let's get into it. Trickles of muddy, brown water drip continuously from the reddish-brown brick walls of the long-abandoned maintenance tunnel where Dr. Cogsbuckle and LaGrange sit on two raggedly well-worn folding chairs. Several empty bags contain the remnants of an unfortunate number of Danny's Mega Slam breakfast sit pushed up against one wall. They face each other hunched over a perpetually moist wooden plank laid over an overturned utility cable spool. <sighs> Phineas. Following several beats of no response, 
He waves a hand in front of Dr. Cogsbuckle's slack face. Yo, you waving to Dr. Cogsbuckle? With a flutter of his eyelids, Dr. Cogsbuckle snaps too. Um, yes, but I mean Lagrange. What is it? A hint of concern passes. Undetectable, underneath Lagrange's ever-stoic expression. It's your turn, Doc. Dr. Cogsbuckle looks down at the goldfish cards fanned out in his left hand. Oh, my god. I... I just can't. Dr. Cogsbuckle tosses his cards in the center of the table and stands up, facing one of the reddish-brown walls. I'm sorry, uh, Lagrange. I just can't play another game of goldfish. He looks down at his wad, noting the date and time. It's been two weeks, for the high side's sake. How the hell are you just sitting there playing this game for two weeks? Lagrange looks down at his cards, sighs, and then fans them out on the table. Well, I would have won in three turns anyway. He pushes his chair back and stands up, but doesn't move from behind the table. Look, Phineas, I, I get it. He holds up a hand before Dr. Cogsbolt can react. No, really, I do. I know your world's been flipped, turned upside down. I also know that a significant portion of that is my fault. But we're gonna fix this, I, I swear to you. I'm on this. More importantly, my team is on this. And there's no one in all of New Haven better suited to unflip your world than us. LaGrange watches Dr. Cogsbuckle's back as his shoulders sag in defeat. Dr. Cogsbuckle hangs his head and puts his left hand up briefly on the wall before pulling it away with mild disgust and wiping it on his jacket. He doesn't turn to face LaGrange. And where exactly is your team, LaGrange? As far as I can tell, we'll live the rest of our lives in this dank, stinky tunnel deep beneath the city, sustaining ourselves on Danny's as I slowly slide into the abyss of madness. Meanwhile, my school is gone, Din is gone, my students are displaced, Rat Boy and all of my children are in extreme danger, and I am still wanted all across the city of New Haven for a crime that that bitch Marla committed before leaving all of us for dead. LaGrange opens his mouth to launch into a rebuttal, but stops suddenly as the soft clacking of boots on cobblestone floats down the tunnel. So the clacking gets closer and closer as you two kind of stand in this tunnel. Dr. Cogsbuckle, you turn to look down the tunnel, and and LaGrange, you kind of step from behind the table and and kind of get ready. Then it disappears suddenly. It, It just goes quiet. What do you guys do? LaGrange, did you hear that? Yeah. Are you expecting anybody? And uh, He's going to swing his grenade launcher on it, sling around to the front. I was not expecting anybody. Hello? So as your hello echoes down the tunnel, there's no answer that comes back. Uh, I'm going to flip on a, a flashlight and kind of point it down the dark hole. Uh, you point it down and the beam sweeps down. It, it picks up a lot of like dust and, and dank hanging in the air as you shine it down the tunnel and it kind of gets eaten up by the darkness. So other than a few lanterns that you guys, like kerosene lanterns that you guys have uh, in, in the space itself, in the light of the flashlight, uh, there's in, encroaching darkness all around you. The hello kind of still echoes down the tunnel, but no answer greets. What do you guys do? Must have been my imagination. Yeah, but does your imagination work in my head too, Doc? I guess so. Seems like it's probably the fumes. <laughs> As you guys turn back uh, towards the table, you hear down the opposite side of the corridor, uh, boots on the cobblestone. So out of character, I really don't want to shoot somebody uh, <laughs> that I don't. you don't want me shooting. Uh, and by you, I mean... You do whatever you got to do, baby. I know, but it's just... Turns out you blow up Rat Boy at the beginning of episode 35. 
<laughs> Just some nails come bouncing down the corridor. <laughs> His toenails? Yeah. Well, I was about to say, to be fair, we did say boots. So you know it's not Rat Boy. I didn't say clacking. All right, I know what I'm going to do. Halt! Whose boots are on my cobblestone? Um, as you say that, the sound of the boots stops. We heard you stop. <laughs> Give us your name, or I will fire this grenade launcher down the hallway. <laughs> you have a grenade launcher, dog? I will have you fire your grenade launcher down the hallway. Are you still telling the person down the corridor? Yeah, are you talking what are you talking? Like- yes, we are just speaking <laughs> out. Nope, I, this is what's going to happen. Dr. Cogsbuckle, suddenly you uh, need to roll plus sharp for me. There seems to be a technical error. Hold on one moment. (laughs) (laughs) That is a 12 on the die. So in this game, a 6 and lower is a miss, a 7 and 9 is a mixed success, and a 10 plus is a full success. So in a full success, as you turn and are kind of peering down the corridor, something shifts in the corner of your vision over near the table uh, where Lagrain has his back turned, looking down the other side of the corridor. What do you do? Bowl, Lagrain, there's something behind you. I'm going to spin around. You whip around to see, kick back on Dr. Cogsbuckle's chair, one boot up on the makeshift table, Marla. Ah, shit. (laughs) And she says, wow, uh, wow, Doc, that that comment was kind of unnecessary. You know, the whole... Well, I only speak truth. Is that really what you think of me, Doc? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Getting real. You know, I came here to help, and she... Holds up a bag of Dannys. We've had plenty of Dannys. I don't want any more. <laughs> Please, no more. Please, no more Dannys burgers. I can't handle it anymore. So I'm going to let you know what happened in my head. Is I like to think that the doc looked down and was like disappointed. And he looks back up. And LaGrange is sitting at the table unwrapping one of the Dannys burgers. And eating it. <laughs> I dig it. So you hear LaGrange chomping down. <laughs> as uh, Marla rips her hand back from the bag <laughs> as he snatches it out of her hand, somehow simultaneously unwrapping the burger. Really, LaGrange? Nut- <laughs> That's like your sixth Danny's burger for the day. What, Doc? I don't think it's a big deal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, stands up from your chair, kind of like dusts off the seat and makes a big gesture like, you know, this is your chair. Sorry I sat in it kind of thing. Yes, that's what I thought. She says, Doc, I don't, I don't really know why you're... Uh, what's with your tood? Oh, Marla, Marla, Marla. You know, you know what you've done, and I'm not going to go into it. I'm tired of talking about you. I feel like I've wasted so much breath on you. First off, have you been writing about me in your diary, Doc, or... How did you know I had a diary? You know what? That's besides the point. Okay, thank you. All right, yeah, get up because I told you to. Yeah, I was already up. No, that's cool. Hey, uh, hey, boss, why are you guys down here? What, What's going on? Well... As you recall, wide signal's blocked down here, so we venture out, try to find the B-team, and then we come hide here. And now that you're here, you're going to help. Yeah, that was the plan. How how do you how do you think that I found you guys exactly, boss? Wasn't that like your whole thing, finding people who were unfindable? Yeah, yeah, technically, but it was a little easier for you considering you still have a tracking implant in your butt like the rest of us. Do I? She checks her wad. Yeah. I had a piece of tinfoil over it, I thought that that helped. No, you forgot to stitch it in on the way. <laughs> but luckily for you, I made it to where I was the only one that could find you with it. You're welcome. I'm not going to thank you for for that. It's a personal thing that you did. Uh, you invaded my privacy. I'm the one that had to see it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Marla, <laughs> so. what are you doing here? 
I'm just trying to see what you guys need, Doc. I really, like, I'm not down here for the conversation, honestly. It's, it's always uh, such a joy to see you, but why are you here? <laughs> I just, you know, this is, if I can put it bluntly, a new low even for you, so I'm just trying to... Lagrange? Lagrange? <laughs> why is she here? What, like, what is What is happening right now? She called you boss. Yeah, she's part of the team. You haven't told him yet? I told him the whole story. It's not up to me to him... Ooh. Sorry, I half blacked out during our conversation. Did you tell me that you were the boss? <laughs> no, I didn't tell you I was the boss, but I told you I was a part of a team. I mean, only assholes brag about being the leader, Doc. So, the B team, is this what you call it? Is this... Is this the B team? You dress up like bees and you go out and fight crime or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Dan is in here for he's on, he's on fire, man. I'm digging it. No, we were... <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> You've literally just screwed me up so bad. Because <laughs> now I just can't stop imagining Boulder slash LaGrange in a giant bee costume. <laughs> well, they called, you know, Marla the B-word. He's called you the B-word. It's the B-team, bro. Marla raises a hand and she says, uh, Hey, if I can derail this train real quick. <laughs> just, to, just to recap, Dr. C, this is... This is LaGrange. He was head of the foremost team at ZSEC. And I'm V, also known as Marla. And she does a little bow. And she says, I should have been the head of that team, but someone had seniority. And then also we have Bart. And he's somewhere out. You know, he's the one that's been supplying you with your Dannys. Yes, thank God for that. So, uh, look, I'm, I'm, here to, I'm here to help. That's, I figured that was kind of necessary. That's what Bart said. What's, uh, what are we doing? Yeah, it beats me. I lean back in my chair, kick my feet up on the table. <laughs> Just like Marla did? Nice. <laughs> Such <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that Dr. Cogsbuckle's doing that because he thought Marla looked cool when she did it. <laughs> Just a measuring contest now between him and Marla. I'm sure Bart has filled you in that they're getting closer. That's that's what I'm hearing. They're doing a lot of passes over the warrants every day. They seem to have narrowed down your location to this area. Not necessarily under the under the warrants, but at least they can't figure out where you're at in this block. Yeah, well, we've got to set up some sort of way we can trap them, or at least lure them in so we can spring a trap on them. I mean, I'm here for that, but you know they're not dumb. They're B-team in name only. And they're not exactly the B-team now, by the way. They're kind of the number one. Well, of course, we're not there. So, what kind of trap are you thinking? Working on it. It's been two weeks, LaGrange. As LaGrange slowly pushes away the, the goldfish cards <laughs> on the table. Yeah, I've been tactically planning uh, a lot here. Yes, that's exactly what we've been doing. It looks like it, yeah. It looks like it. When does Bart usually come by? Has he brought your daily meal yet? No, I would just... Well, it depends on the day. He doesn't really like to come on Saturdays because, you know, shell on wheels. By the way, they're making a big splash in the Warrens right now. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, he normally comes around 4.30. Oh, look, it's 4.30. She looks down at her wad. No, not 4.30, but okay, look, I, I this is great and everything, but I really thought you guys would have formed more of a plan. So if you just want to hit me up with my wad when you've got one, I'll be back, I guess. And she kind of like starts to walk down the corner. No, Marla, don't go. <laughs> she turns around. What'd you say, Doc? Nothing. You, you say you want me to stay, Doc? No, it's not what I said at all. Please leave. 
It sounded like that's what you what you said. Grange, don't leave. I don't want to look at her face anymore. <laughs> it's about this time that he, you hear the clacking of toenails on the on the cobblestone. Uh, just the man that I wanted to see. Um, you see a dirty nine-year-old head kind of pop around the corner. He sees the three of you standing there, and he starts to clack down the cobblestone, and he says, uh, Hold on, wait, back up, narrator. I thought we established that Rat Boy was ten. And nine or ten. Okay, okay. You can't tell. You can't tell through all the dirt. <laughs> <sighs> I gave him an age. I'd prefer if we stuck with it. You see a ten-year-old... A ten-year-old Ted. Thank you. Pop around the corner. It was it was his birthday yesterday, and you missed it because you were in this spot. Wait, so I've been wrong the entire time. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Which actually makes sense, canon-wise, if you think about it. Happy eleventh birthday, Rat Boy. <laughs> he's, he says, "Ah, thanks, Doc," and he's wearing like a one of those birthday hats still. And he, he's like, <laughs> he he walks over and ha- sets down like a piece of a really dirty cake. He says, "I, I brought you a piece from the party." <sighs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you gotta eat it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right now? No, I, I figured I'd save it before bed. I like to eat my desserts late at night. It's it's about this time, it's about this time that he looks up and realizes Marla's standing there and he looks over at LaGrange and he says, Bolt I mean sorry, LaGrange, what what's uh what's she doing here? Well, Rat Boy, I hope you were listening. She was a part of the team and she was hawking us down because the B team's circling closer and we're gonna need her help. I mean, I support that, I guess. Uh, hey, Marla. And she waves at him. Hey, hey, Rat Boy, how's it going? Rat Boy looks over at the doc and says, Doc, um, you doing okay? You kind of got crazy eyes. Yes, I'm fine. I've just been eating Danny's for the past two weeks. I love Danny's. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, uh, <laughs> pretty good the first time. I remember, like, when we were back at the school and you used to let me eat the wrappers after you ate the burgers. <laughs> okay, we don't have to talk <laughs> about that, right? But, uh, yeah, no, I've seen a few of those papers lying around. I guess you built your huts with those. Um, yeah, that in the Cog Weekly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. I don't I prefer not to go into the detail. You know what? Anyway, Marla, why are you still here? Well, Doc, I'm, I'm, seriously, I was sent by someone to help, so I'm just trying to be of service. Who, who is someone? Bart, I said it. Okay, you know what, LaGrange, why don't you take, why don't you take lead on this? Why me? I'm not part of the B team. We're not the B team. <laughs> it's the A team, Doc. This is the A team, okay, copyright, um. It's the A squad. It's the A squad. The Alpha Squad team. Okay. Well, I'm not. Am I part of this team? I mean, by proxy, yeah, probably. Wow, that was Rat Boy's voice, kind of. Uh, By by proxy, yeah. My God, Marla. (laughs) (laughs) By proxy, yeah, probably, Doc. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I mean. All right. So I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking here. Um, with no plan. Marla says as she kind of puts her hands in her pockets. Yes. Uh, well, when have I ever had a plan, to be fair? Um, listen. What would be... Who's the head honcho? We should take him out first. Reginald Dunwoody. Dumb name. Reginald. Reginald Dunwoody. Uh, Woody. Yeah, like, you know, Wood. I see. Yeah, he's a real big prick, too. Marla, what do you know about this Reginald? He likes long walks on the beach. He, you know... Uh, likes mimosas. I, what do you want from me, Doc? Okay, I mean, it's not very... Oh, she read his Tinder account. It's a co-worker. I, I mean, I don't know. He's a he's a tool bag. Uh, what, think like, uh, kind of like Nelson, because they'll probably have similar voices, kind of like that. 
Well, I hate Nelson, so I'll probably have to hate this man too. Oh yeah, you're definitely gonna hate him now. He's he's the worst. What what is his expertise? Tracking, killing, um, you know, just pretty much being a bad eh? Noted. Oh, he's really good. Who are the other members of the B team? Go Cruz, let's, it's your turn. All right, so we got the leader original Dunwoody. We've got. Hold on, let me jot this man's name down real quick. <laughs> Theodore Logan. I like that one. That's good. And we've got <laughs> almost a Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, that would be hilarious. No, it's it's Jason. 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 Yeah, and and, and their tech guy, real dumbass name, Jason. 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 If yeah. you think about it, Theodore Logan kind of has two first names too. Is there? Are there is that it? Three men. Uh, yeah. There's no females in this group? No, they're not very diverse. Theodore's the weapons expert, and Jason Jason's the, the tech guy. <laughs> uh, kind of the mayor of our team. You know, it's like it was set up by the same company or something. Uh, look, I, they're not going to be hanging out at their favorite eateries. They're, they're looking for us. Well, technically you guys. They don't know that I'm here. I don't think. And look, taking out Reggie's not the smart play. Well, typically the tech guys are pretty weak, so maybe we should go after them first. Marlo, do you think you can track him down? Of course, I already know where he is, so... Marlo kind of shifts uncomfortably and, and says, I mean, look, I'm I'm all for going after Jason Jason first, but killing him might be a little bit tough for me. LaGrange, you remember at this point that V and Jason Jason had a thing at work for a little while? Oh, God. That's fine. I mean, it didn't end on good terms, so I think I could get there, but... You think that you could get there? Can I be honest with you, Ma? Oof. Yeah, old habits. Go ahead. Can I be honest with you, V? Yeah. Jason, Jason, spread it around the office that that your boots stink. Does that motivate you to kill him now? I mean, I, I guess. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Perfect. There's your motivation. Is that what motivates you to kill people, Lagrange? Dang. Yeah. He, I, I mean, I think you have pretty styling boots. You know, I really appreciate Jason's sick burns on Marla's boots. <laughs> Doc, do we have a problem? Nope. <laughs> you sure? Nope. Do we have anything we need to talk out? I don't get why you're so mad at me. Nope, I think we're good, Marla. I don't, I don't understand. So did he break your heart, or did you break his? I don't want to talk about it. Why not? That's the rumor he spread around the office. He broke up with her. Dang. That sucked. It was a it was a hard time, and I don't I don't really like talk about it. So are you crying? <laughs> no. Are you crying? She turns she turns she turns away. No. Lagrange is gonna look at the dog and like get his attention, and just big wide eyes <laughs> shaking his head. What? Jason really hurt her dog. They were engaged. Okay. Well, she blew up something and blamed it on me. So. <laughs> She murdered so many people. <laughs> you basically wiped out a whole city and put me on blast. I mean, when you put it like that, yes. <laughs> you gotta, you know. If you really want to know, Marla, damn, my feelings are still hurt. I had to change into Edward Block. It's like polar opposite of who I am. A photographer? Please. Yeah, he looked like a real nerd. An average, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to help your case, Doc. No. Hey, wait, is this Rat Boy? I can't tell anymore. Yeah, it's Rat Boy. They sound completely different. You did pull off a nerdy reporter pretty good. Well, I, I appreciate that. Almost like some people pulled off being our friend. Oh! Mm -hmm. From outside the club! Oh! <laughs> 
might even end this episode, but oh! <laughs> Rat Boy looks down and away. Dan's gonna mentally high five Rat Boy. It's like he heard <laughs> you or something. <laughs> As I uh, drop my hand down to get for Rat Boy to give me a low five. <laughs> Rat Boy's like on the sly. Hey, Rat Boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, what's up? It was always real with you, buddy. He kind of sized himself, and Marla, like, wipes her eye <laughs> low-key and then, like, turns back around and says, All right, look, this is all very heartwarming and, and great, but we can go get Jason Jason, I guess. It would be a good start. Doc, your face is all messed up, so you kind of look like you again. How are you going to avoid being well, outed as a terrorist? Wow, Marla. That I didn't was, mean it like that, Doc. That was low. I didn't mean it like that, but I'll take it. You're going to blame me for things I didn't even do? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. okay. So what is, Look, what, how, no, are we, how are we listen, handling this Jason, listen, Jason, Statham situation? Listen, listen, no. I need to clear the air for a second. Once and for all, I did not pin that on you. That, that wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the building was going to blow up. The office was already rigged to explode. It had nothing to do with me. Should've took you a long time to apologize. I'm not apologizing. It wasn't my fault, so there's nothing to apologize for. Okay, 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 fine. Who rigged the office to blow then? I don't I don't know. It was already rigged to blow by the time I got there. I was just going to get in the safe to get the evidence that you know who had, and by the time I got there, it was already rigged. And it was set for the exact time frame for when you guys were doing the tower thing. How did anybody else know? Who else knew? Does anybody else you associate with know? No. I I mean, whoever y'all told, and that was pretty much it. So who else did you tell? Well, just... God, what did they call him? Was it Billy? Or was he calling himself William now? The new head of ZSG? Yeah. What do you mean he knew? He was the one who had us go do it. Well, doesn't it seem pretty convenient that his father was taken out and became the head of ZSG right after that happened? Well, first off, V... That's not my job to do those types of investigations. I'm more of a big picture kind of guy. What other far-reaching consequences happened when you guys blew up the WAD communications for the entire city? Did any other big moves happen? Too many to count. Well, suddenly the Renoirs are now run by Nelson. Did he know about it? Wait, obviously he knew about it because he gave you the clothes and stuff. Wow, good job, guys. See, both of us forgot that somebody was involved, and then we remembered after we said things. No, I already knew. Joey, the DM, knew. <laughs> no, I know. I just thought it was fun. Shut up! <laughs> speaking, speaking of, where is Din? Uh, oh, <laughs> he's with Nelson, because we may or may not have recovered. You remember Rico? I, of course I remember Rico. She was the head of the E Street for a little while. They had her in a facility that they were doing the testing on. The human subjects trying to infuse them and make super soldiers. What? And you remember Fifi from the tower and Sid Fortnite from the tower. They were there too. I had to kill them. What? Yeah. You've been gone a while. You guys have really left a trail of destruction in your wake, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you know us. <laughs> Doesn't help that I had to pose as Boulder for so long and... It's much easier to blame him than my poor tactical decisions. Okay, well, look, Doc, no hard feelings. I left your jacket there because I had to crack a safe, man. It, it was an accident. Oh, were you getting a little bit sweaty? Yeah, it was an accident. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I will forgive you when the time comes. I'm glad we cleared the air a little bit, but that leaves us several larger problems. Yes, Jason, Jason. What do we propose to do about him? 
Because he didn't propose to you, obviously. Wow. God. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Really? <laughs> wow, Doc All really right. hit me. All right, and uh, Marla starts to walk <laughs> Dan's, off. Dan's gonna mentally high-five the Doc. Wait, wait, V, V, wait, wait, wait. Doc, stop. Okay, okay, fine. That was it. That was the last time. That was a low blow. Do I need to bring up the eye, Doc? Marla, I was just messing around. It's just been a rough couple of days. She walks over to you, and she looks at you up and down, and then she unclenches her fist and sticks out a hand to shake your hand. I shake her hand back. As you go to grab her hand, she pulls it back and then flips you off and then turns around and says, I got you, Doc. I, I can help you get Jason Jason. See, never the professional. Water over the bridge, as they say. I know where he's going to be. When's the last time you heard from Bart? You said it was 4.30. He should have been here by now. Yeah, Rat Boy, where's Bart? Normally he gives you a ride to go get the Dannys, right? I mean, yeah, but I he didn't show up. I thought he'd already be here. Uh... V, do you have his implant tracker as well? I mean, yeah, I always, I got tabs on both of you guys, but the signal ain't gonna work down here. Maybe I can pop up and try to help you find him. Or is it better for you to go kind of incognito, do your thing and find him? It kind of sounds like you're thinking what I'm thinking, boss, so if that's the case, then we all need to go. Rat boy, get back to the rat cave. Are you sure you don't need my help, uh, LaGrange? It is kind of weird how you sneak really well, and we could use it, buddy, but I can't have you exposed. Doc, what do you want me to do? Rad boy, I would prefer that you go back to the rat cave. Okay. I, I no mean, longer want to I... put anybody in danger. Well, yeah, I made you a promise. It's at this point that suddenly you hear the uh, like a flip, flip, flipping sound from down the from down the maintenance corridor. What do you do? You said a flip, flip, flip. What does it remind yeah, like me of? Oh, like a like a, a slow spinning blade or something? Yeah, and it's getting closer. I'm going to tell people to spread out and hide. Rat boy crouches down. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, I'm going to dive under or over like we have a little tent set up. I'm going to kind of hide behind it. Dr. Coxwell? I find whatever cover is closest. The Danny's bags? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to hop into the pile of Danny's bags. <laughs> Okay, I guess that's where I go. So Marla crouches behind you, behind the Danny's bags. She, like, puts a hand on your shoulder, telling you to not make any moves. And uh, you guys wait as the flipping sound gets closer and closer. And then you hear in the distance Ratboy go, Oh my god, Beebs, are you serious right now? No. <laughs> and uh, Ratboy stands up. What do you guys do? Beebs is down here? Oh, he doesn't know. Beavs is? What are you doings? Uh, hey, hey, Mr. Boulder is. Beavs comes into view in the lantern light. <laughs> was the flop, flop, flop him farting as he walked? Oh, it was his hat. It was his In my head, I was like, that's a propeller. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought it was going to be like a drone. <laughs> Beavs, awesome. you're not supposed to leave the, the red face. <laughs> Well, I've been wondering where everybody is, and Ratboy's been sneaking off, and, you know, I just want to see if I could be of help, and, hey, Dr. Cogsbuckle, how are you doing, man? It's been forever. I feel like Dan's laughing. Marla, I need you to take this one for me, please. Doc, I really don't want to talk to myself, so if you don't mind talking to your student. Beef's dock is feeling under the weather right now. Well, that, and he kind of waddles over and he <laughs> once it goes to, moves the Danny's back, <laughs> the Danny's back to the side. 
And he says, Doc, Doc, is there anything I can help with? Oh, Beavs. I brought you some birthday what cake. What a pleasure it is to see you. Um, <laughs> what are you doing down here? Well, no, I just, I like, Rat Boy's been sneaking off, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I just wanted to see, like, obviously he was going to help you guys, so I just, I wanted, where's Mr. Din at? Mr. Din went on holiday. Wait, did he, did he go to Disney World? Dinny World. I love Dinny World. Beavs, have you ever heard of a country called Lusha? Yeah, of course, Dr. Cox. Look, my parents are from Lusha. Oh, good. (laughs) Yes, Din took a a holiday to Lusha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, is there anything I can help with? I could graphic design some stuff for you. Like, what? what's the mission now? Uh... <laughs> uh Docs, I can help. Uh, I... Babe, how quickly can you graphic design? Uh, like a like a flash, Doc. Could you do, could you throw together some uh, matching t-shirts for us? Oh, yeah, I'd love to, Doc. I got you covered. Okay, fantastic. I will let you pick what is whatever is on there. I will let you pick oh, the design. No, no. Okay. No, I guys, got. I definitely got that covered. Think about the welcome home, Terrence party. Guys, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, my party wasn't really a smash hit, considering that Terrence still hadn't come back. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, yeah. He. Uh, and you guys never came back either. Why are you all, all the way down here in the tunnel? Right now, we're in troubles with some badsmen's bees. What we need you to do is go and help keep the morale ups back at the rats caves so use your graphic designs powers to come up with a nice ad campaigns to kind of bring all the morale up and think of some cool ideas like maybe like a pizza parties or something what's pizza oh good god you've never heard of pizza before beefs of course i've heard of pizza before mr boulder i'm just messing with you oh i was gonna say it's like pizza's delicious it's oh. sauce and cheese and then there's bread on top yeah, no, I got. I know what pizza is. It's kind of hard to eat though, with the sauce and the cheese on the bottom instead of the bread being on bottom. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, I'll go. I mean, I'll get on those graphic designs if you want. Um, y'all gotta come back to the Rat Cave, or? Mm-hmm. Yes, we will be back as soon as we can. Okay, cause we still got my welcome home Terrence party. Still got all the decorations up and everything. Rat Boy cries a lot whenever he sees them, but. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you should bring that down. How is Terrence going to be welcome home without the decoration? He, he didn't make it. He went to a different farms and uh, where he has lots of rooms to play. Rat Boy sobs in the corner. Beavs, I, I just, I, he, he went to Lusha with Din. Okay, well, uh, are they going to be back soon or? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Real soon. Uh, and Rat Boy comes up behind Beavs and puts a hand on his shoulder and says, Hey, um, hey Beavs, why don't, why don't you, um, Go back to the town, and I'll I'll be along in a little bit, and I'll help you with the designs. Beavs kind of nods a little bit and looks back at you, Doc, and at you, Boulder, and says, "Uh, all right, all right, well, oh, okay, guys, you you sure you don't need anything else? I mean, I'd be happy to help." No, Beavs, thank you very much. That was very kind of you. Beavs kind of heads off uh, the corridor, escorted by Rat Boy, and turns back to look at you one time, and kind of like raises up a hand and telling you goodbye, and then uh, he. Uh, kind of gets down the corridor and both of them disappear from view into the darkness before you hear just a loud fart rip out and probably <laughs> go oh really beeves jeez and then they you hear them kind of clack away into the distance oh <sighs> oh <sighs> he's a sweet kid doc i don't know why you don't like him 
No, it's not that I don't like him. He's a real sweetheart. I mean, you named him Musky Beaver. It's your fault. <laughs> Listen, um... Hey, Marla here. Listen, guys, uh... <laughs> I'm kind of getting concerned, and that was a pretty decent sidetrack, so... <laughs> we gotta go topside and figure out where Bart is. And then, look, after we find that, I'll help you track down Jason Jason. I'm, I'm sure it won't be difficult to find him. Did you park the Red Beauty nearby? No, I wouldn't come in the Red Beauty. That's too conspicuous. I got a new ride. Come on. Transition. <laughs> you guys follow? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I do. I mean, is it smart for us to go? Boulder, you might want to, or LaGrange, rather, you might want to fill the dock in on where you think Bart might be. I'm worried that Bart's dead. <laughs> he says with a little uncomfortable chuckle. Okay, well, I guess we're going then. Into the unknown. <laughs> then, you are sitting at the bedside of Rico in the hospital, monitors beeping all around you. <sighs> yep. And she's laying there unconscious. Nurses have walked in and out. You are off routes right now with Lars, and this is uh, one of your off days. And the beeping has been this, like, constant drone that you lose focus on and then kind of, like, freak out a little bit because you think it stopped before you focus back on it and realize it's still there. It's just kind of melted in the background. And nurses and doctors have come in and out, and they've changed hands several times as you've had several very tense conversations with the, with them regarding the treatment of your sister. A new nurse that you haven't seen before comes in and she nods to you as she walks in the door as you're kind of like sitting in a chair near one of the windows and she goes over to check on Rico. What do you do? I want to watch her hands the entire time. Like, it, I mean, if she even like moves to like push a button, I mean, literally anything. Like, I mean, like hair trigger, no sudden moves or Den's gonna jump. So the hospital has been checking to see if you have any weapons on you every time you go in. Mm -hmm. Did you bring any weapons with you? I didn't bring any weapons, no, but that doesn't mean that I've been secretly, like, making a prison shiv that I keep under <laughs> her bed at all times. Roll 2d6, and we'll see if you have any weapons on you. Ah, uh, no, I probably don't. Except these hands! <laughs> What'd you get? Four. Four is a miss. So, as you kind of look over from the chair, trying not to move too much to, you know look too tense, but you've gotten the same amount of tense anytime a new nurse has come into the room considering mm -hmm. what's happened to Rico and the trauma you've been through. Uh, it's been about two weeks at this point. You see her checking the IV and checking some of the monitors and then she turns to you and she says Hey, I'm I'm, uh, I'm Cindy, I'll be Miss, uh, and she looks down at the name and she says, Miss Sheila's new nurse? What? Um, no last name. What? What's? What's her last name? Hey, real quick. Um, I've been here for a while, and I haven't, uh, haven't seen you around. Uh, when did you get uh my sister's room? Kind of like a thing, you know. Have a consistent uh, nurse and/or doctor come come check on her. What's uh what's with the new route? Well, no, I've I've got her chart right here. I mean, I've uh. Yeah, I mean, I, the chart's on the door at all times. Anyone can pick that up. I want to know why you're here. <laughs> In my sister's room. Well, no, I'm just her. I'm just her nurse. I'm checking on her medications and her chart in the chart and the, and the monitors. I mean, you know. Yeah. Okay, but again, you haven't answered my question of you're new. Why are you here? Where are the ones that have been checking on her before? I mean, to be frank, um, you kind of ran them off. 
they they were asked to move off of this room, and so they brought me and I'm a traveling nurse for a hospital system and I'm specialized in dealing with difficult patients and families. What do you mean difficult? I think that speaks for itself, don't you? Din's gonna like unclench his fist a little bit and he's gonna like sit down again. Din roll to read a person. Alright, it's a four. A four is a miss. You get no questions and, and miss happened so um you are still suspicious of this woman just as you would be with anybody that had come into the room to deal with your sister that's new but your intuition is not giving you any any idea that she is anybody other than who she says she is she has all the proper identification she seemed to not be fumbling around with anything she kind of seemed to know what she was checking on and so other than that you've got real really no idea uh, about anything untoward with this woman or if there is or isn't uh, quick question: The chair I'm sitting in. What kind of chair is it? Uh, wooden chair, uh, but it's got like you know the cushions and the and the sloped arms on either side. Okay. You didn't say something I wanted you to say, so I'm just gonna run with that. <laughs> You're fine. Keep going. Um, and she looks over at it and she says, uh, "Can I can I get you anything, honey? I know it's been hard." Dan's just he's gonna stay silent and just stare at Rico without saying anything. She uh, nods her head and kind of like draws the curtains on the window and then she goes and right as she gets to the door she turns and says hey uh one more thing you'll you might see a, a couple new doctors uh as well they're they're part of the the traveling team so just okay up. and what are their names um i i don't know who's been assigned yet but they'll they'll introduce themselves when they come in dan's gonna look down again roll plus sharp then swiggity swooty uh, it's gonna be an 11. On an 11. 11 is a full success. As she's standing at the door, Din, and, and kind of like the half light of the slightly pulled shades, and she kind of brushes her hair back as she looks down at your chart, and this is like slow motion while she's talking to you. Mm-hmm. You zone in on something that catches your eye. You see what you could swear from this distance is the small indentation of a port. Like a USB port? No, like a port that it looked like was also in the SV3s in the tanks that Rico has. And you double check. You look over at Rico just to see if you're, like, for sure. Mm -hmm. And you see the smallest red dot on the side of Rico's neck in exactly the same location on this woman. Hmm. And that's where we'll end it for this week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of SideQuest. My name is Joey, and I've been your GM, and I've been joined by three of the greatest PCs of their mom's basements. Dr. Cogsbuckle, how are you feeling about this whole situation? Marla, has, are, are you, have you made up with Marla? Is she, are y'all cool now? I suppose for now. I mean, you did hit her pretty hard with that, with the proposal line. Yeah, I do feel kind of bad about that one. It was probably a little bit too far. I've had a r- I've had a rough couple of days though. I've had a lot of things dropped on me. I've had a uh, you know I found out people have been lying to me about who they are. You know stuff like that. People that I trusted. <coughs> Boulder. <laughs> it's Lagrange now. Mm-hmm, of course. But you did get to see Beavs again. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. We we always love to see Beavs. He's always such a pleasure. It's a real treat. Yeah, always a treat. real treat to see the old Beavs in his little spinny hat. 
always a treat. Uh, Boulder slash Lagrange. Um, is it good to good to see V again? Yeah, it's always a fun, happy time when she's around. A little concerned about Bart. Yep. Uh, problem is, is you know we knew we knew the risk going into this, and I appreciate that they stood around and, and watched me as I was, a, a lack of a better phrase, asleep. But you know they knew the risks when we went uh, went AWOL. So. Well, the good news is, is I, it, even if anything untoward has happened to him, I don't think they'll kill him. It'll probably be way worse than that. I mean, yeah, I just... It, it's safer to assume that someone's dead so that you get the shock and surprise when they're not. Speaking of assuming someone's dead, Din. Yep? What's going on at the end there, man? Uh, that weird... Like, guess we'll find out! <laughs> Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yep! It's gonna be rough. Can already tell. <laughs> Next time on Din's gonna get kicked in the ball Z. <laughs> Din's gonna get kicked through a twelve-story window. Oh man! Uh, hey, man. Well, <laughs> hold on! Whoa, whoa, no, no! We don't. Not in this podcast. Hi, <laughs> Din breaking the fourth wall here. We're not gonna say that. <laughs> hold well, on. it is a spoken game. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Well, I'd like to thank my players, Dan. I'd like to thank you for playing this evening. Thank you for joining. Yes, 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 of course. Yes, of course. I'd like to thank Richie, who played Den yeah. briefly. Yeah, boy. And I'd like to thank Cruz. Turner. For what? Oh, cool, David. <laughs> <laughs> There's the last name. It's been a while. There's the last no name. No problem. Thanks for thanks for putting the game on. I miss it. And I'm uh, ready to get back in the swing of it. We're back now. We'll, we'll get back at it. Um, and we cannot go without thanking our one and only sponsor because Dan made us drop our other one. We would like to thank Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout, thank you for hosting uh, our, or not hosting, thank you for, well, also hosting our podcast. It's B-U-Z-Z-S-B-R-O-U-T. Uh, it's buzzsprout.com. It's a pod hosting service, and then it throws it all out there to all the podcatchers. It's got some great mixing and mastering tools. And uh, they also have uh some things like they have an automatic like social media uh widget that you can put out there that puts out highlights from your episodes you got a lot of great stuff and if you use our link in the description of this episode then you can go and get uh three months three months free i think something like that you can get a, a big old discount on that and it helps them out helps us out so you can check out buzzsprout b-u-z-z-s-p-r-o-u-t.com buzzsprout.com let them host your podcast i'll uh, thank you guys again thank you dan you are welcome. Thank you, Richie. Yeah. Thank you, Cruz Turner. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's get out of here. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Be safe. Bye. I suck at planning. <laughs> <laughs>